The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. The eviction ban is coming into, or the end of the eviction ban comes today. And this afternoon, the Cost of Living Coalition is going to be leading a demonstration outside the door to protest the government's decision to let the ban lapse. Joining me on the line is John Mark McCafferty, Chief Executive of Threshold, which provides independent advice and advocacy to people experiencing housing problems. John Mark, have you been getting a significant influx in calls and queries? We've been looking, Anton, over the last number of months and um, what we're seeing is that uh, we know that uh, the number of of people that we're working with who'll be facing um, termination in their tenancy is up to 480, 479 this month, uh, the month of April. Um, And um, we we also know that there are um, notices of termination that will come to an end in May, uh, over 260 right now. That will increase over time. And in June, 120, and that again over the, the next two months, that number that number will will increase. So, um, what we're dealing with is um, a number of of, of uh, cases that that come up over over the last number of months with uh, people worried about losing their home, but also historic cases where um, the tenancy termination was flagged by um, a landlord, say, in September or October. They've been held or paused during the, the eviction ban. They now come into play. Um, and in fact, what we have is um, almost 1,800 live cases of, of termination, um, either that, that were supposed to happen um, uh, before now or that will happen in the future. Um, so, and, and when I say cases, these are people, these are families, um, they're renters that have come to us. Um, they're worried, either worried about the possibility um, of, of losing their home, and I'll come to that in a second, but those 1800s are actually real tenancy terminations and, and they're valid notices. So that's where um, the landlord has uh, approached the tenant with um, communication that their, uh, their tenancy is ending. And we've checked the validity of that and, and, and the, the notice is in fact valid. And can um, you give us a sense, John Mark, because obviously the a, a notice to quit is not the same thing as immediately ending up in emergency accommodation or homeless. Of that 1,800, what do you think the proportion is of people who have somewhere else to go? Yeah, that's a very good question. It, that, that's very hard to answer. And our worry is that for a large share of that 1,800 they, they won't have anywhere else to go because the market is so restricted in terms of alternative housing apartments in the private rented sector. Three, four, five years ago, or certainly four or five years ago prior to COVID, um, you know, th- there were options for people um, in the market. The tenancy termination was a real issue, and I remember talking to you about it then. then. Um, but the problem now is um, the, the number of landlords mm-hmm. selling and leaving the market uh, and um, coupled with uh, the abject lack of um, supply coming through in terms of the private rented sector. Now, we know that there are increases in supply in terms of um, social housing from the approved housing bodies and from the local authorities, um, but the proportions are small relative to um, the number of tenancy terminations that are that, that certainly we're dealing with, and, and there will be a, you know, a share of tenancy terminations that we're not dealing with that are out there. Um, and so we are really, really keen that people know the rights. In terms of um, overall supply, there's there's two parts to that. There's the lack of supply, um, and, and that's evidenced if you go on Daft or My Home or you, you try and find rented accommodation. And then when people have exhausted that, and even if they have um, long notice periods, that's the period in which they, between 
than receiving the the notice of termination and having to leave. It could be you know many months, six months, nine months. Um, that's cold comfort if you have you can't find anywhere. I suppose the second element there is that um, if you've exhausted all of those options, you can't find anywhere to live. Um, our question has been: Can the local authorities? Do the local authorities have the um, resources? Have the capacity to house um, people who have who, who have run out of options? Basically, um, in terms of emergency accommodation, um, and and that is is a real issue, um, a real issue for the local authorities who traditionally are the um, the safety net Indeed. providing well- it. Sorry, John Mark, just to say that the, the minister was uh, speaking to Pat Kenny on this uh, matter, now not specifically in relation to the local authorities, but he was addressing whether or not supply had increased. Here's what Minister Dara O'Brien had to say. In that moratorium period, we worked very hard to increase supply over that, and we did so. We delivered about 6,000 new social homes. So what I want to see is people exiting into full-time secure housing. So that's why one really important measure that has been in place since the middle of last year, and we ramped it up further, is the purchase of a tenant in situ. So that was the Minister Dara O'Brien speaking to uh, Pat Kenny yesterday. Um, John Mark McCafferty, Chief Executive of Threshold, thanks very much for coming on the show this morning. I'm joined as well by Richard Boyd-Barrett, um, People Before Profit TD for Dunleary, who is going to be part of a demonstration in front of the Dáil today at one o'clock in relation to the eviction ban. Um, your reaction, Richard, first of all, to that suggestion from Dara O'Brien that the situation has greatly improved. The 6,000 um, new social homes that were created during the moratorium, so the eviction ban served its purpose. No, that's absolutely not true. And I think what John Mark has just outlined gives you the facts uh, that we are facing hundreds of people who will uh, be evicted or have the potential to be evicted uh, this month, hundreds more next month, hundreds more after that, and thousands over the next uh, period. And you only have to go on daft.ie or my home, as again, John Mark said, I did this myself uh, this week before I went in to speak in the debate and I outlined what I found, as we've often done to the minister. In the whole of South Dublin, there was one property, one property that was within the HAP limits. Uh, everything else that was available was way, way in excess of the HAP limits. Now, that means that uh, the uh, people who are affected by the housing crisis, who are the the hundreds of people who are facing eviction, thousands over the next few months, when they are told by the local authority, because that's what you're told by the local authority, you go down there, go and, you know, go and look, here's your HAP threshold, and there is nothing out there uh, available your goosed. You right? can, you, obviously, there is great political hay to be made out of the um, lapsing of the eviction ban. Do you think there is any prospect of a reversal of the decision and a reinstatement of the ban? I most certainly hope so. And I can tell you, see, from my point of view, it has got nothing to do with making political hay. I mean, I, the thing I have campaigned on and talked about more in my entire 12 years now in the Dáil, right from the very beginning, has been housing. Uh, indeed, back in 2012, I warned before there was a housing crisis that there would be because of the decision to create HAP uh, and to outsource social housing to the private sector. And the reason it, uh, if you like, uh, motivates me to speak and campaign so much about it is because week in, week out, there are families, individuals uh, coming in, often people with 
children, vulnerable children, children with special needs, increasingly elderly people, uh, sick people coming in who are facing eviction and who are terrified and scared uh, and whose mental health is on the brink of collapse because of the fear of having nowhere to live and the absolute despair they face because there are no options being made available what do you say, to them. And by the way, just in relation to that, if you are listening and you yourself are facing into uh, eviction and you want to um, discuss your own situation or give us an in- insight into what it has been like, because obviously for a lot of people, this weekend is going to be significant as those notices to quit become live. It's anti at newstalk.com or of course 87 106 what Richard about the fact that the the whole idea of the eviction ban was that that period would be used to get a series of measures in place and change the picture in relation to the availability of housing that didn't work so there is no guarantee in fact it's highly unlikely that were the eviction ban to be rolled over for another six months the issue would be solved in that period either well look first of all we never said that the eviction ban was going to solve the housing crisis. But did it stop thousands of people who would otherwise end up homeless and on the street uh, ending up in that situation? Is well, homeless and on the street is probably a rich, a bit of a rich a reach. Uh, so, okay, no, in fair, fair enough. But in emergency accommodation or it, 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 because there's none available now, some will actually end up on the street and in their car and that is increasingly a phenomena or in shockingly overcrowded situations with two and sometimes three generations of a family crammed into overcrowded situations because they've nowhere else to go. Uh, uh, We always said this was a way of stopping the situation from getting worse. Of course, the solution is for the state to build on a large scale public and affordable housing. Uh, but, but see, but isn't it, that the issue, though, with the rolling over the ban? They cannot do that fast enough that a ban can be short term. No, and if a ban is long term, you do have a lot of individual landlords who are PAYE workers who suddenly discover they now can't get rid of their properties. The uh, interest rates they're paying are going through the roof and they get bunched. No, but you see, like we do need to bear in mind and people before profit uh, are not unique in this. There's a couple of others in the opposition who share our view uh, that not being evicted when you pay your rent and have done nothing wrong is the standard in the rest of Europe. And I don't know why Ireland and, you know, the government or our landlords or anybody seems to think there's something wrong with giving fixity of tenure, security of tenure to tenants. I mean, there are three quarters of a million people living in the private rented sector. And I assume fundamental and that is the thing of being able to sell the property with the tenant with, in yeah, situ. Exactly. You sell the tenant with the, uh, you sell the property with the tenant in situ. And that is the, that is the standard across Europe. Uh, and, you know, it's not as if, I mean, whether that impacts to some degree on what uh, the seller might get, it probably does to some degree, but it's not as if they're going to be massively impoverished uh, by having that requirement, but it would give security to three quarters of a million uh, people. And that has to happen. I mean, you can't have a situation where that number of people have constant insecurity, constant possibility of being victed, uh, uh, hanging over their hanging over their head, and even more so in a situation where property prices are so high, they're out of the reach of the vast majority of working people, and where the delivery of social and affordable housing by the state itself is at such pathetically low levels, uh, and is not likely to reach the levels necessary, well, in the foreseeable future. I mean, when I look at, uh, even uh, if the government deliver their housing for all plan, in my area, there will be more people on the housing list at the end of housing for all than there are now. Uh, I mean, that is a shocking fact because more people are joining the lists all the time. 
Richard Boyd Barrett, People Before Profit TD for Dunleary. Thank you very much for coming in. And Richard Boyd Barrett, of course, heading to that uh, demonstration outside the Dáil uh, at one o'clock this afternoon. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at nine on News Talk.